and welcome to another episode of Fat Books for Beginners. I'm your host John, and this week we're looking at Bane of the Demon. Get behind me now. Bane. Cut me down. Who did this to you? Sorry, has Bane. Bane of the Demon was a four-part miniseries that was released between March and June 1998 and was collected in Batman vs. Bane and can be bought for the grand total of $8. This series ties into Batman Contagion and explains some of the plot points in that series, as well as tying into Batman Legacy by explaining how Ra's al Ghul and Bane meet. It was written by Chuck Dixon and has pencils by Graham Nolan and colours by Noel Giddings. We open the comic with Bane returning to Santa Prisca to talk to a blind Jesuit priest about the identity of his father. He is given four options as to who his father could be. A man called Sebastian, a revolutionary. Nort Americano, who was a doctor. A man called the Englishman, who is a mercenary. Or a man known as the Swiss, who provided money for the revolution. Bane then throws the priest out of the window. He goes in search of the Swiss, who was a member of the Order of St. Dumas. Travelling to several countries, he interrogates a number of people, finally leading him to Singapore and Philippe Jean Ormand. Bane interrogates him, whilst unknown to Bane, the League of Assassins, led by Talia, arrive to steal a book from Philippe. Bane hides from the League before leaping out and attacking. He is beaten up by Talia and he agrees to return to the League's headquarters. Raz is at the start reluctant to allow him to join but is impressed by Bane's knowledge of chess and believes him to be useful and so allows him to stay. We also discover that Raz is searching for something called the Wheel and a virus called the Apocalypse Virus. Bane discovers a pool and goes swimming in it only to be attacked by an eel and has to be rescued by Talia. They embrace, and Bane learns more about Raz and his immortality via the Lazarus Pit, and begins to form a plan to use it himself. But not before he and Talia are dispatched to take page of coordinates from a Cobra headquarters. Bane chases the leader of the Cobra cell into a room, and off-panel learns more about Raz al Ghul. He also retrieves the page, giving it to Talia. They then return to the League, and Bane interrogates Sharam, the League's librarian, who shows and explains how the Lazarus Pit works, and he, Bane, vows it will be his to use instead of Raz. Talia, meanwhile, is offered Bane as a partner by Raz, but rejects him, saying that there is nothing but some mindless predator inside. And when Bane approaches her, she reacts coldly to him, and demands that Bane dies. Raz agrees and locks him into a cell with, that floods with water every time the tide rises. While Bane is escaping, Raz al Ghul receives a report into Bane announcing who Bane's father is. Talia is in her room when she is attacked by Bane who reveals he knew everything that she said about him as he knows several different languages and could understand what she was saying to her father. However, whilst he was able to beat Talia, Bane himself is easily defeated by Raz only keeps him alive as Bane has memorised several key pages of the text that Raz seeks and then destroyed them. 
Ross declares that he has a mind as great as Batman's, and he will make a great partner for Talia. We then cut to the three of them in the desert, searching for what we discover is called the Wheel of Plagues. And as Ra's monologues in the sandstorm, we see the shadows of Batman, Nightwing, and Robin. Bane, I'm pleased you remember me, Mr. Wayne. I really enjoyed this miniseries. The backstory of Bane was fascinating, and I loved learning more about him and the hunt for his father. I learned a lot as well about what motivates him, and it was nice to see Bane not portrayed as a lumbering hulk, but as a deeply intelligent person who often plans ahead and can even take on Raz Uncle himself. Talia as well is portrayed in a very interesting light. She was one minute sweet and deeply interested in Bane, and at the drop of a hat, cold and demanding his death. Something her character would do, it makes sense. She's the head of a massive crime organisation, so she'd be used to getting her every whim seen to, and so would logically act like a spoiled brat, something that we later see again in Damien. She's able to handle herself well in the fights, beating Bane easily, and only getting beaten up by him when he catches her by surprise. The writing, as per usual, from Chuck Dixon was excellent, and he showed his ability get under the skin of every character that he writes, portraying them in a strong and realistic manner. The art was fantastic as well, with easy to follow action, and the characters in proportion to each other. Bane himself was drawn very well, and it can be hard to get him right, often portrayed by some artists who make him far too big and simply just massive. Overall, this was a great little mini-series. I would give this 4 out of 5 Batarangs, and highly recommend that you pick it up. So, next episode, we begin the hardest years of Batman's life, as we begin the slow spiral to no man's land, and we kick this off with Contagion. So, I've been John, thanks once again for listening, I appreciate it, and I'll hand you back over to Dustin and the guys. Batman's my pal. He can be a major jerk, but you gotta love him. And nobody tries to fillet him when I'm around.